March 19, 1931. Gambling is legalized in Nevada. It's like the stock market crash, but with cocktail shrimp. Welcome to The Revisionists, the show where three comics try to punch up history. I almost said it correctly. I'm Brian Flynn. <laughs> I'm Zach Powers. And our guest tonight is a fabulous local comic, and I did not realize this when I invited him on the show, but a former history teacher? Uh, yes. yes. All right. Uh, please I, welcome Mr. Greg Hutt. Yeah, thank you. I don't know if we've mentioned this, but Brian almost every single time fucks up the intro. I always edit out my fuck-ups <laughs> except today. When I'm just like to release an episode that's just 45 minutes of Brian not correctly pronouncing the name of his own podcast. <laughs> In my mind, I was going as slow as I possibly could, so I'm like, uh-huh. this is as good as it's getting tonight. Yeah, well, this is uh, I, Brian Flynn with the uh, Reformists. Uh, <laughs> Brian it's Flynn. not like I named it to trick him, like a, a crazy No, I named it. <laughs> This is Brian Flynn with the Abolitionists. <laughs> You'll find your way there. <laughs> I, I do consider myself part An of that. An abolitionist? I hope so. Not <laughs> <Yes. laughs> to be fair. That's I a did. real strong stance to take here in 2016. <laughs> I didn't mean to. you still coming on the podcast today. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I just want to come out. Uh, I, my name is Greg Hutt, and I am for women voting. I am uh, all for it. Very something like Charles Sumner Very walks great. in and thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Well, if you're not familiar with the show, uh, let me just go over the idea behind it. Every episode, we take a topic from history. One host presents the true story, and another host comes up with an alternate history. And the winning story, based on audience vote, becomes our accepted history. Brian is staring directly into my eyes. <laughs> the entire premise of the show. I am three quarters of a beer in, so I cannot be held oh, responsible for <laughs> three quarters of a light beer. <laughs> That's all it takes. You're, you're a water man. For my waifish frame. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to hit 1.5 on Thursday. You know, mm. we're going to, we're going to do Patty's Day upright. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I've got to filter it through many potatoes. Um, <laughs> do not, uh, do not, th- do not give him that idea. He'll end up in the hospital. <laughs> alcohol poisoning. How much did you have, sir? I had the equivalent of two Zimas. <laughs> it was a night. It was a night. Then <laughs> the doctors have to look up Zemos because they're probably... <laughs> I got God. two loco and that was enough for me. Zima, that... <laughs> two loco. <laughs> well, if you listen to last week's episode, Secret the Proud with Cody Spiker, mm-hmm. Cody's alternate history was the victor, which means that not much changes about Secret the Proud story except she had vagina dentata. And could see the future. And <laughs> could see the future and her... <laughs> Her lover wore a silver sort of jacket yes. to protect his member and during intercourse. Let's not forget she had a child. Yes. And we're going to, I referred to as the Silk Man, that I hope has become an immortal boogeyman. <laughs> yes. We didn't officially establish that, but. Well, this week I'll be doing the actual history of, I didn't introduce our topic, the Battle of Stanford Bridge and the end of the Viking Age. Yeah. 1066. What a time to be alive. Oh, what a time. What a time to be alive and probably dying, statistically, if you're alive in 1066. <laughs> yes. Spoiler alert. Somehow more people were dying every year at the time than were being born. Now, <laughs> that math worked. Aliens, probably. Alien. Yeah. Well, this is a history Well, podcast, no one knew right? how math works, so the statistics <laughs> yeah. are very unreliable. Yeah. Algebra was totally different back then, all right? <laughs> I'll be presenting the actual history. Greg, you'll be doing the alternate. <laughs> So, if everyone's ready, I will begin. 
Before I get into the battle proper, I feel it's necessary to set the stage a little bit. The Viking raids into England uh, were not just raids, but people migrated over there. They moved, they settled. By the 11th century, there was a portion of England where Danish law governed, even though even though there was a large Danish population, and, and I'm using Danes yeah. and Vikings interchangeably, fuck it. Um, <laughs> this is going to get real weird if we're yeah. trying to get... <laughs> Danes, Vice, Nor... Norsemen. Uh, those Laplanders you know, exactly. <laughs> took over York. In the dark, it's all the same. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I have to assume for the people of England, Danish law was like the Sharia law of the time. Yes. That they were all terrified of taking over. Oh, definitely. <laughs> it's like drunk law. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so despite the fact that there's this Danish settling and intermarriage and intermingling, the Vikings still raided England because it was a rich target. It was very prosperous. The king of England around the beginning of the 11th century is a man named Ethelred the Unready. Mm. The hell of a name. Yeah. yeah. You we have talked to, you about, have we've talked it, about titles before. His mom's well, name was definitely Ethel, right? Like, yeah. Like whatever, whatever. Yeah, she didn't know she was pregnant. That's why he's called the Unready. Yeah, that must be it. Or like every time they were going out to dinner, it's like they were waiting for a really long time for Ethelred. He's in the bathroom. It's been 45 minutes. He's uh, like, I totally made a reservation. <laughs> we're going to be late for Force Awakens, Ethelred. Bullshit. The play. I <laughs> wanted to see the trailers, Ethelred. I like the trailers. Every time with you. So Ethelred, generally speaking, capitulates to the Viking Raiders. He pays tribute, so they stop beating him. But then he would also turn around... <laughs> The nerdiest country of oh, all yeah. time. Oh, they're England, of course. <laughs> they got swirlies in the North Sea. They're basically, <laughs> it's a nation of Harry Potters that are unmagical. <laughs> that's England. Oh, and that's also, of course, according to Jose McCall, huge ghoul problem at one point. Yes. Um, <laughs> still, still is, I think. Registered know, revisionist trademark, yes. <laughs> but then he would also turn around and he would order general massacres of all the Danish people living in England, once the Vikings were gone and paid off. So during this time, uh, Sven Forkbeard, who is a descendant of Secret the Proud, and mm-hmm. of course the Silk Boy, strong, the Silk Man, the Silk Man, strong. <laughs> the Silk Boy becomes the Silk Man. I like to think that the Silk Man was still there, whispering quietly into his ear, like devious machinations. Oh, whispering quietly and very soft and supply. Yeah, I like the idea that he was Worm Boy first and then Silk Man later. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> Like how Robin becomes Nightwing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> During this time, uh, the Sven Borkbeard, king of Denmark, uh, decided that England was fucked up enough that he basically wanted it, that he could take over and okay. do a better job ruling. I thought he was just like, he likes girls with damage. No, no. Super fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like so stars, steam is low enough, I can get into this country right now. <laughs> 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 It's 2 a.m. England looks England looks desperate. Yeah, her, da- her, her dad's gone. This is gonna be all right. Like, <laughs> I got creepy. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Yeah, no, that was that's... that was Greg with a with two G's at the end of the name. No, I will no, no, no. I will edit it out. That was Jose McCall. Everyone, <laughs> that was Jose, Jose McCall. McCall. You can still see the track marks on England from this time. <laughs> <laughs> so, long story short, Sven and his son Canute invade England and take over. Ethelred the Unready flees. Sven dies and Canute ascends the throne of England because Ethelred tries to invade uh, but is defeated because he is uh, Ethelred the Unready mm. and just a giant dweeb. 
<laughs> of course. I'm uh, just picturing Millhouse with a crown. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, his kingly name was Thrillho. <laughs> Deep Simpsons cut there. Uh, and crucially, when he becomes king, Canute marries Ethelred's widow, who is the princess of Normandy. So when Canute dies, his sons, Harold Harefoot and Harf Canute, Mm-hmm. Both have short, unremarkable reigns that don't produce offspring. So the next person in line for the throne is Canute's stepson. So the son of Ethelred and the Norman princess, who I believe is named Emma? Uh, <laughs> Where did that come from? Yeah, that <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Ethelred, we got Canute, uh, Emma. Yeah. Emma's hanging out too. It was part of the... Uh, Ethelred, Hrothgir, and Todd. It was part know? of the great, like... <laughs> Understandable names declaration of 1005. (laughs) Their son, Edward, becomes king. Edward was not Canute's son. He was still a Viking because the Normans had settled. The Normans and Vikings had intermarried and fucked a lot. And they were, the Normans were basically half Vikings anyway. Mm -hmm. The Vikings felt that they had a claim on the land. And when Canute was king, he led a great empire that stretched across Scandinavia and into England and Ireland and Germany. And Edward the Confessor was viewed as a foreigner, not because he was a Viking, but because he was French. And the earls and magnates of England didn't like him because they were xenophobic, yeah. as they are now, probably. <laughs> not to not to impugn them. Nothing has changed. But I feel comfortable enough putting that in the true history. Well, I'm living up to his name. Every time he got a drink in him, he would tell fucking everybody about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was also called Edward the Lightweight. Yeah. His weird first sexual experience, whatever. He'd just talk about it all. <laughs> one of these one of these earls uh was Godwin, the Earl of Essex, who led a rebellion against Edward and was exiled for it. There's only one major thing known about Edward the Confessor, and that's he survived in this incredibly turbulent, bloody time that was not conducive to surviving. You gotta know that a time is pretty shitty if people become famous for not dying. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, every baby was famous for at least a few minutes. Yeah. He's a hell of a guy. He made it to 55. Like <laughs> 55 would be probably the world's oldest man at that point. <laughs> So one of the ways to ensure their survival and their grasp on power would be to align themselves with a major family. And probably the best way to do this would be to promise an heir or intermarry with this family. And Edward was childless. And so Godwin, Earl of Essex, who was exiled, returned. And his son Harold later claimed that Edward the Confessor named him his heir. And this seems generally the most likely scenario. There are other claims to the throne. Actually, the... The king had a rightful heir, who was his great-nephew, Edgar, who was 14, but he didn't claim the throne at all, so no one gives a shit about Edgar. Edgar, Edgar is never yeah, going to no rule. One. Yeah, no. no. no one likes, that's no that's not a king. No one likes an Edgar. <laughs> no, of course not. You remember He's, Edgar who went to school with you? Yeah. Yeah. You're not friends with him on Facebook for a reason. He was... <laughs> He was he was dweebier than Ethelred, basically. He had that sort of kingly nature. You want Edgar in the room because you look really good next to Edgar. But, yeah. you know, outside of that, mm. no. But then again, people judge you and are like, ah, he's friends with Edgar. I don't know if I can trust his judgment. <laughs> right. Yeah, mutual friend, Edgar. Ooh, I don't yeah, my know. mom made me invite him. It's, uh, it's a whole thing. Uh, <laughs> Edgar, stop friending porn bots. All I'm getting is porn bots. Edgar keeps sending me LinkedIn invites. I don't want any of it, Edgar. No, I don't want to play Mafia, Edgar. Come on. I thought that game was dead. So Harold also did a lot of work for the king. He was basically one of the the preeminent magnates of England. 
and he and his brother Tostig like subdued Wales for uh, King Edward and all this. I'm just going to clarify. You mean W A L E S and not W H L? No, they did not. They did not break Wales like Broncos, basically, <laughs> because no one has ever done that. Oh, we'll see how the alternate history. That's goes. Not a thing Are legendary whale riders? How did you know? Uh, of <laughs> and. Eventually, Harold even serves as an underking, and all this just bolsters his claim to the throne. I've never heard that one before. Yeah, it's like I, a mafia position. I actually wrote down the word vice king, but underking was how. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he became king of England, also called Capo de Tutti Capos. Exactly. <laughs> the major competing claim on the throne was from William the Bastard, the Duke of Normandy. I believe bastard child of Edward the Confessor, but a bastard nonetheless, who not only claimed legitimacy, but he claimed that Edward the Confessor promised him uh, the right to ascend to the throne of England on a box box containing the relics of saints. Uh, this is the problem. Just to really sell it. Edward the Confessor would, like we said, have a couple drinks in him and suddenly everybody's his fucking heir. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sheila from across the bar actually had a claim to the throne. <laughs> she had a couple of claims to the yeah, throne. Yeah, every, every night at closing time, he's like, I don't have any money, but Woo. you... You got a claim to the throne. Like, Every exactly. Saturday, Thank she you. was an heir, you know? <laughs> I've got 700 claims to the throne now. <laughs> um, William the Bastard. That's a great, that's a, that's a great title right there. Like, oh, yeah. The Confessor sucks. Like, no. The Bastard? William cool. the Bastard. That, that guy's gonna fuck you up. Mm. Um, <laughs> and the King of Norway at the time, Harold Hardrada, he didn't have, like, a claim by descent, but he had he felt like he could reclaim Canute's empire and claim England by right of conquest. The, old, the oldest claim of all, killing everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oldest claim in the book. <laughs> what did I say? It with a sort of accent that might be Irish? It's the same way I deal with pawn shops. Yeah. <laughs> pawn toy. I've got my, my claim ticket. Um, yeah, it's the same way that. a mugger has a claim to your wallet. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. By right of conquest, I claim all your shit. So these are the main rival claimants. William went to the Pope and even had papal sanction for his crusade against King Harold. And to signify this, the Pope sent him a ring containing, quote, one of the hairs of St. Peter. Does not specify which one. Ooh. So <laughs> that'd be one of his curlies. Yeah. <laughs> if cubes had been invented at the time. It hadn't, been, it hadn't been invented yet. No, they were invented by, by Jonathan Pubes in 1704. <laughs> Too much century. ridicule. People were like, why do we need this? This creates more problems than it solves. This will never catch on. Then the 1970s happened. <laughs> yeah, we keep, kind of, we keep trying to get rid of these things and they just keep coming back. Um since William was the king, the, sorry, William was the enemy that King Harold feared most, he stationed most of his troops in the south of England, where he anticipated uh, William's invasion. While his troops are waiting and waiting, William is delayed by a bunch of storms and shit. So on September 8th, King Harold disbands his army so they can go back to their farms and shit. On September 20th, King Harold Hardrada lands and takes, uh, captures York almost instantly. And if you think of England, just like geographically, if you think of England like as a pineapple. As like, you do. Yeah. Famously <laughs> have I, guess just, I guess you could, I could just say north and south. You don't have to have an analogy. Uh, yes, old pineapple land. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
the, the, thing, big, the fruit most associated with everyone England. Everyone calls it the big pineapple. <laughs> I live in the, the, the westernmost spine. That's what I... Exactly. <laughs> um, king Harold's forces are at the bottom of the pineapple. <laughs> And King, the other King Harold's forces are at the top. Like that's all I needed the analogy for. I don't even want to find out what you think Norway looks like. <laughs> if you think of Norway as a plantain, I guess. I don't call you Brian inappropriate metaphor. For you. Um, so they capture York. Uh, King Harold the English summons all of his uh, all of his lords to him, and he rides north, making the march in five days. So, September 25th, uh, the two forces meet at the Battle of Stanford Bridge. And the the Danes, the Vikings, the Norse invaders, were surprised by the arrival of the English army. They didn't expect it to be so quick. The Norse are so surprised that they retreat across the bridge of Stanford Bridge fame. Which, this is after some preliminary skirmishes, but this creates a choke point And one of the most famous instances of the battle, where one... Norse axeman uh, is said to have held off the entire English army, killing about 40 Englishmen on the bridge. Until... And I'm assuming this is a man with an electric guitar. He's <laughs> a badass chops. Yeah, like in Mad Max. He uh-huh. is slaying. Yeah, it's the doof warrior, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's the doof from Mad Max, exactly. <laughs> They've kept him going all this time. <laughs> like... <laughs> Eventually he's defeated when one of the English soldiers sails under the bridge in a half barrel and thrusts his spear up through the bridge like a game of reverse whack-a-bole. It's like the fucking Hobbit movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a, it goes on way too long. And there's three of them unnecessarily. And there's probably I like dwarves. To, I like to think it was just a popular ride at the time. <laughs> the yeah. Barrel River. Half, yeah, half barrel. The guy accidentally thrust his spear into this dude. Yeah, the movie is based on is in the Disney vault for being racist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's there. I'm curious to know how, but I don't want it said. Um, I assume it gets Danish people since they seem to be the main threat at the time. Danes. Danes. <laughs> Um, the account I was reading of the battle, uh, had this quote in it, uh, which I think is very apt and probably true, uh, that the Vikings were hurt by their decision to leave their armor behind before retreating. So that would probably not be advantageous (laughs) in a battle. I don't don't think that would help. Which raises the question, (laughs) had the Vikings ever fought a battle before? (laughs) Had they just gotten lucky for the last 200 years? If you think of, like, the battle, the whole, like, name, like, the Battle of Stamford Bridge sounds like the most boring battle of all time, right? Oh, no, like, totally. is, is that just, that's not just me, right? Yeah, no, it was originally the Battle of yeah. To Be to be Decided. It's it's like the Battle of the Library Atrium. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like, uh, it sounds like a board game your nerdiest friend loves and always is trying to get you to play. Guys, can we play Battle of Stamford Bridge tonight? The God pieces it, are Craig. hexagonal, you know, it's like, <laughs> shut up. Edgar. All right. Fuck off, Edgar. God damn it, Edgar. Draw three conquest cards and two victory cards. <laughs> what do you mean you don't have a 12-sided die? Oh, God damn it, Edgar. Why does it come with the game, Edgar? <laughs> it's in the expansion. Edgar. Edgar. Um, so the Vikings, long story short, get their shit kicked in. Harold Godwinson is like the hero of the battle. He's sort of basking in his glory. And the biggest thing about the Battle of Stamford Bridge is that September 28th, three days after the battle, is when William the Bastard lands in the south of England. Who I believe is now more commonly known as... William, William the Conqueror. Yeah, or... Spoiler alert? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
launching the Norman invasion of England, Harold, the not-dead King Harold, uh, has to gather his forces again and march south, which leads to the Battle of Hastings, and well-known. And I don't want to get too much into it because we might discuss it later. Mm-hmm. And that's the Battle of Stamford Bridge and the end of the Viking Age. Greg, I believe you are, if you are ready to start in with the alternate history. Sure. Uh, it's similar and <laughs> weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, kind of the, the idea I took with it was, uh, like thinking about this, you know, thinking about how we, we, uh, look at this battle is the battle itself. You don't really know that much about it. So it's like, you can't change that up too much, but it's looking at, you know, trying to find the, the secret history of all the people involved, right? Oh, of course. Uh, and the motivations, you know, it's, uh, why are they, why are they running around everywhere? You're like, just get some loot. And I'm like, you can get loot a lot of places, right? You know? So. Oh, yeah. England. Uh, it, um. Yeah. Well, like, who thinks of looting England? You know, really? I mean, it's just not one of those things you would normally think of. Yeah. I, I, cer- I certainly have not thought of looting England played, uh, <laughs> in at least an hour. I played a considerable amount of Diablo 2, and there's just loot all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the idea here, uh, at this time, uh, England was, was uh, known for one thing. Uh, it's something you wouldn't quite expect. Uh, England used to be the cocaine capital of the world. Mm, of course. All right. I mean, it's, I, 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 you know, some people know this. A lot of people don't. You know, it's a weird thing. Uh, if you guys know the, the, the Isle of uh, Britain itself used to be called Albion. Mm-hmm. Right yes. from the uh, from the the Roman uh, root Alba, meaning white. Right uh, because right. of the the copious amount of nose candy they found there. Sure, and and English people are famous for having large noses. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> yes, <exactly>. absolutely. <laughs> Although I do believe they called cocaine bangers and mash. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's found its way to the future, you know, or it's, nose pudding. I believe nose. <laughs> that's oh that. Ooh. <laughs> Something about that sounds obscene. It's, uh, I mean, it explains a lot about everything here. It's, you know, it's like the, the idea. It's, everyone goes, oh, British food sucks. There's a reason why British food sucks is because it was developed by people who had a uh, very little <laughs> sense of taste left. It was, they, they were just coked out of their minds for exactly. most of the Middle Ages. British uh, food, British dentistry. Exactly. Yeah. You know, the, the white cliffs of Dover, not actually white. Most people don't know that. They just had a huge rain. So much there. blow. Yes. It was actually the, right, the white cliffs of Blover, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> Put it on the board. Okay. Jog it up. Jog it up. <laughs> the punmometer is getting a little warm. Well, and the idea was uh, in Scandinavia at this time, well, Scandinavia was the the, uh, the EDM capital of the world, mm. electronic dance music. Now, there was no mm-hmm. electronics at this time, so I guess it was actually the analog uh, dance music uh, capital of the world. Right. That's how it works, right? Right. And Just the- someone putting, playing some crunchy dubstep on a lute. <laughs> it was a little bit different. You know, It's uh, yeah. uh, there's a reason why we never really, uh, you know, uh, Europeans never developed a, a lot of rhythm. You know, there's, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, the- Just waiting for that beat to drop. <laughs> <laughs> little by little, you know, not quite. Just at a club there. listening to a bard spin a tail in a song. <laughs> the most popular musician at the time was was also uh, known as Dead Mouse, mm-hmm. uh, but mostly just because he, he was covered that, in dead mice. And that's how he brought the plague. <laughs> <laughs> he just, you know, he, he liked uh, he liked having dead around him, you know. <laughs> and I just yep. looked at him, you know. That was his thing. It was a wonder he was so popular. <laughs> Well, now, Scandinavia's problem at this time, though, is they had the music, but they didn't have the drugs, right? Mm, the the yeah. only drugs they had at the time were basically like... Two great tastes that taste great together, you but think separated so. by the sea. <laughs> it's just a little bit of a uh, little bit of water in between, you know? All, all they had was berserker drugs I mean, at you this got time. The sex, you got the drugs. Oh, you got the drugs and the rock and roll. Somebody else is going to have to bring the sex. 
from a third location, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, we need some Italians here, stat. Like, let's, let's get this sexy. Let's go to the Orkney Islands. We need some sex. <laughs> Going, well, I think there's sheep on the Orkney Islands. Hey, look, I'm not judging. Not judging. Yeah. Well, so the idea was, right, they, they, they have the music, but they don't have the drugs, right? The only drugs they had were, were berserker drugs, mm-hmm. right? The, the hallucinogens they uh, used to give the berserkers before they go crazy, right? Like Molly or... Right, you know, yeah. mushrooms and shit, you know, and uh, PCP bath salts, maybe exactly. Ba- a lot of bath salts, a lot of bath, bath salts, salts, way more common than bathing at this point in history. <laughs> actually, they, they were just called salts at that time. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, the smell of salts. Yes, baths were named after that. <laughs> It's what well, you know the whole like you faint and they give you smelling salts before yeah. it was when you passed out from rocking out too hard and they gave you bath salts yeah. to get you back up. Famously, right? the time people would do bath salts and go so crazy they would run in the sea and clean themselves, which was very uncommon at the time. <laughs> it doesn't smell like, anymore. Oh, that guy must be on bath salts. Look away. It's <laughs> Let us not embarrass him. And uh, yeah, so the the thing was they uh, they wanted to, they wanted to combine their interests, right? So they uh, they they came on over. Now there was a second thing that had to do with this. There was a family connection as well uh, between the Vikings and England. Uh, now we have the the two heralds, right? Mm-hmm. Now you guys think that's an interesting coincidence? No coincidence at all. Oh, I thought it was a coincidence at least. That's, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's uh, they they were uh, actually uh, brothers. Oh. oh, all right. Actually, they were twin brothers. Oh, yeah. okay, all right. We twin got the... brother, you give both the same name. Well, Harold with an O, Harold with an A. Someone was trying to be cute, right? Oh, they used okay. to used to dress them alike, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, e- even more interestingly, when they were born, they were Siamese twins. Wow. Mm. All right, but I mean, they were they were both uh, people that were marked upon at the time as both being you know tall, good looking people, because they were only connected right at the ass cheek. Okay. Right? Just with one cheek, right? The the problem with this is when they separated them, you have two half-assed kings, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, of course. I mean, that was, that's, that was that's the campaign against them, I believe. Right, guys? I mean, that was the thing. Nobody was – I mean, that's why William thought he had a shot, right? You know, and, <laughs> and uh, Harold was like, I need to get back here. We need to whole ass something together. You know, that was his idea. <laughs> that's probably where the phrase comes from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finding their way there. Uh, and so, yeah, they did get together, right? And the thing is, it was it was kind of a weird battle, but it was an amazing slaughter, right? Because they finally <laughs> were able to, uh, you know, bring themselves back together. Five-star slaughter on Yelp. Yeah. <laughs> Which was so named because people were yelling because they were being slaughtered. Battle, two stars. Under the battle category on Yelp, two stars. Under the slaughter category, full five. Under the service, three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Waited to be slaughtered for a good 30 minutes. Ambience, five. A lot of blood. (laughs) Entrails everywhere. Mints at the end. Would die again. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, there we, uh, that's, uh, basically where I got with that. Um, (laughs) right. They found their way there. They, uh, they got their drugs, right? Uh, but the problem was, is even after, uh, you know, they got there, the Norwegians got the shit kicked out of them, right? And then mm-hmm. uh, they had to go down and fight the, the Normans who were invading. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Normans, as everyone knows, was was not an actual group of people. Uh, <laughs> oh, they were yeah. just a bunch of dudes named Norman. <laughs> it was a very popular name at that time. <laughs> All pe- everything named Norman is not a person. <laughs> a, a tr- tremendously popular name. <laughs> tremendously popular. Normans were the heralds of the later half of the 11th century. Exactly. It's like, well, you know, you have to have your name. Now it's uh, what's the what's the most popular name now? 
Uh, probably Khaleesi, I think. Yeah, Khaleesi or Katniss, maybe. <laughs> Katniss, yeah, or like... Rylo Ken. Rupert Grint. Kylo Ren? What's his <laughs> name? Rupert Grint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it. Maybe it's BB-8. I don't know. Yeah, it's BB-8. Yeah, it's very, that's actually very possible. BB-8. Yeah. Although BB-8... Best beeps of the year. Well, and of course, the Normans... That's uh, what BB stands for in, best, in BB-8. Best beeps. Best beeps? You yeah, doing best it? Beeps. Best beeps 8. <laughs> anyway, after that dumb joke, best by beats me. one through seven, not as good. <laughs> no, they caused fires because of their lithium ion batteries. Really shitty beeps. <laughs> Sound more like trills, really. Yeah, yeah. shit beeps. <laughs> Eventually, like a few more models, and we're just gonna have to go back to now. That's what I call beeps. <laughs> Oh man! Fuck. Oh man! <laughs> Just you—you you can tell us this. Did Edgar feed you that line? That was, that was a classic <laughs> Edgar. <laughs> He's just peeking out from behind the curtain. It's like he used it. Yeah. He used my bit. Yeah, <laughs> he found it. Well, now you have Edgar when off I'm your tired, back. I turn into a real Edgar. <laughs> it's daylight savings day. I didn't get as much sleep as usual. No, we all do. Okay. We all do. Yeah. So again, just to just to reiterate, the motivation is music meeting drugs. Music meeting drugs. Meeting brothers getting together for a crazy ass concert drug scene that turned into a battle and a slaughter. It was a hell of a battle. All right, one hell of a battle. The uh, uh, you know the the lone Viking there. Uh, you know the I don't know the I think, token I think, Viking. Quite frankly, yeah, I think we I, I think we kind of hit it before. Like I think he did a he did a great job. You know, holding them there. And I, I was kind of thinking about this. I was like, who who was that Viking? Who was that Viking that could hold off all of these people? Uh, and I think I realized where I've heard of this guy before. He's the infamous Techno Viking. Mm, of course. Right? The dancing Techno Viking. Uh, he's an immortal dance warrior <laughs> who you think that he died, really. Yeah. I mean, this being 1066. Yeah. Well, you think of it, though. If this guy really killed 40 people, you really think someone's going to get him with a spear through the bridge? I mean, spears are sharp. <laughs> I, I will give that to spears. And when I'm on a bridge, the last place I'm looking for an attack from, usually underneath. Oh, I look, I am always watching my underneath, you know? Yes. <laughs> right now, I'm worried about this uh, chair I'm sitting on. <laughs> Gotta well, there is somebody in that chest you're sitting on, waiting with a spear. Exactly. <laughs> it's Brian's gimp. That's our... Ver- <laughs> <laughs> I would thank you not to mention the gimp. It angers the gimp. <laughs> yeah, we tried to have an episode with him, but with the ball gag, it just didn't... <laughs> there was, it was not conducive. Yeah. He's the best Edgar you've ever known. He I just had to keep him around. I just picture also the techno Viking just Brian would, with an axe in his hand, but just like dancing really hard. Dancing and that's how he really hard. refused to give the the gimp the the right to unzip his face mask during the entire show, and it really <laughs> killed the moment. Oh, of course not. That's the key to a dom sub relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that went up at the end. It's, I well, look, I, I'm I'm not a very erotic person. Uh, <laughs> Uh, put that one on the board. Uh, I, don't, I still don't know what the board is. But Brian is bequeathed. Oh, the put the it board up is the pun board where we, ah, okay. we reach ten thousand puns. We're free of the podcast. Brian has uh, stated that that is what he wants on his tombstone. Not a very erotic person. Both his pizza and the actual. <laughs> yes, show. also pepperoni. But the pepperoni I will not refer to in any phallic way. <laughs> not uh, a very erotic person. That's fair. That uh, people just have very vanilla sex on my tombstone. Well, Greg, thank you. <coughs> You're welcome. Zach, you are serving as the judge for this episode, so I believe it's traditional now for you to cast a vote on air before we throw it to the audience, if you, know, you wish. I think a lot of the broad strokes 
We're similar in alternate history, but we also get to theoretically have fun with England's major cocaine problem. Mm, that the possible, is... <laughs> now, we didn't establish whether the Techno-Viking... The Empire Viking, has to be fueled somehow. We didn't yeah. establish whether the Techno-Viking was some kind of half-robot or just a guy who loves techno. So... <laughs> <laughs> that There's some questions we don't really Maybe need to answer. <laughs> Maybe as long as we don't establish it, we can play with it. That's like correct. Best Beats 8, maybe. He was... <laughs> He was best beeps. a Viking. <laughs> best Beats 8 is Best Beeps 8 DJ name. Yeah, like maybe if you think of the Techno Viking as a pineapple, the top half <laughs> is a human, but the bottom half <laughs> is a robot that plays techno all the time. Well, sure, so we're a cyborg. When you're talking about Bubble Bath 8, all right, you're just <laughs> trying to find our way there, you know? And, you know, England. When you're talking about Breakfast Burrito 8, England uh-huh. just looks like a peach. I mean, it's. I, what, what happened? I, anyone else smell toast? Exactly. <laughs> I, think I'm, oh, I think I'm having a stroke. So I'll give, I'll give, obviously I'm going to open it up to our listeners to give uh, any votes they see fit. I'll give the first vote to the, to the alternate this time, because okay. I, I think it's, it's, it hems close enough to the alternate history, but uh, it just adds a few, a few sparkles. Well, <laughs> half-assed my way to victory. I, I appreciate that. Well, listeners, you can vote uh, at revisionistpodcast.com by using the contact form or on our Facebook or Twitter page. Before we move on to doing plugs and business, we have one important thing to do. As I mentioned before, this was the last episode of our coverage of Vikings, unless we decide to revisit it in the future. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for a thing that may not happen. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, to determine the next chapter of history we're going to cover in a major way, uh, I've selected five possible topics. And Greg, if you would do the honors of drawing one out of my hat. Sure. Uh Aha. The American Revolution. All right. Ah, the American Revolution. A juicy topic to discuss. So, starting next episode, we'll be going over the American Revolution, probably for the next dozen or so episodes after that, I would say. Plenty of of meat on that bone. Yeah. (laughs) Not a very erotic person. Uh, put, put put it on the board. On the that's board. what the board's. Yeah, the that's board. a pun. I, I that's still a pun don't understand there. the board. Board. We're making a lot of progress. There we are. Before we throw to plugs, I did mention revisionistpodcast.com, our Facebook and Twitter page. Uh, another important thing you can do is review this podcast on iTunes because that yeah. helps us I mean, a lot. Important. Important. <laughs> relatively speaking, it's not like <laughs> it's not like solving world hunger. No. Yeah. But if you're listening to if a podcast, if you're considering, I could either cure cancer or. Review the revisionists on iTunes. I mean, I can't make that decision for you. Not got a tough one, actually. First, you know. (laughs) I mean, someone else can probably cure cancer, but who else is going to review a podcast? Or even if you're thinking, I could either feed my child tonight, Mm -hmm. (laughs) or write this iTunes review. I can't do both. This podcast took a really dark turn. Not enough time. I I, I, been, I want an infomercial for quickly reviewing iTunes podcast now. <laughs> Literally, you could just click the stars underneath the podcast. Um, uh, if we're going dark, can I reiterate that uh, Brian is really not a very erotic person? Okay, very dark. Thanks. I don't know how dark, dark that very is. Very dark. It's <laughs> very dark. Very dark. I um. He wears only baggy jumpsuits. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing to show off my shape or possible dong outline. Um. <laughs> Put it on the board. And real quick, I do not a pun. I don't. <laughs> we have to take it off the board. That's unfair to the podcast spirits. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know how boards work, really. Exactly. Sorry, it's just They're a catchphrase. Flat squares. 
It's a plane. Are they fruit shaped at all? Pineapular? Is that a word? Yeah, they're banana tastic. <laughs> I did happen to look up the download metrics for the podcast finally because i've been reticent about doing that uh and i just want to give and we were disappointed <laughs> i i was preparing to be disappointed but i saw about 135 subscribers to the oh. podcast which i just wanted to give that's more than the six i had assumed yeah, yeah that's more than six would i have felt been generous uh so i just want to give thank you to everyone who's been listening and subscribing your support means a whole lot to us so thank you again for listening um i don't want to thank you <laughs> no thanks for nothing Thanks, rejected. <laughs> I don't see any money from you. <laughs> I might put up a donate button at some point, but we don't need... We're not in this for the money. <laughs> That's a whole different level of sadness. <laughs> like, yeah, right exactly. now you need likes. You know, it's like money. Who? Yeah, who? that's... Uh, before we go, Greg? I hope we become the Bernie Sanders of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> the average donation is $27. <laughs> you're, you're, sorry, you started drooling when doing your Bernie Sanders impression. I thought that was part of it. Doesn't he drool a lot? Yeah, probably. He's old. Uh, He's so passionate that he doesn't have time to no, of course, consider to his To comb his hair or... He's drooling at the thought of an equal America. That's what he's drooling at, guys. Free college just gets him so... So this podcast was brought to you by Bernie Sanders 2016. (laughs) Of course, using that advertising money well. Greg? I can reach up to 135 people. Clinton is not going to get on board with a podcast about coked out Britain. That's true. The investment would be... Monumentally small for us to <laughs> actually take them on as an advertiser. <laughs> That's true. I found an old hay penny. <laughs> Maybe some garlic knots. That's I'll take that. That's our that's our gold circle level of sponsorship. The bagels the we'll deli was gonna throw away, <laughs> or did throw away. <laughs> yeah, that actually made me hungry. That's uh, nice. Greg, coming up uh, March twenty third, I believe you are appearing at the Denver Improv Stand Up Showcase. Sure, uh, yeah, on the the, the Wednesday uh, or Stand Up Showdown, I should say twenty third, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, the Wednesday of that week, uh, which is the same competition I mentioned from a few weeks ago. Uh, so everyone should go check that out. Uh, there's a few more rounds going on, and you're you're just you're blowing up. I would say I don't know <laughs> I don't know why I said it. I said it like that. I'm off my diet, ladies and gentlemen. I'm I'm reaching for the stars. You're on an all nitroglycerin diet. Actually, <laughs> do not do not jiggle me. You know. So people can find you on Facebook though, and you'll be performing. Certainly. And you're definitely worth checking out. I love seeing you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so to find him on Facebook, you do have to answer as a series of riddles. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like how to spell Greg. <laughs> and Hut is the same as you would... Well, no, because Pizza Hut has one T, I guess. Yeah. It's Pizza Hut with more than one T. It's I, the... It's... Let's... It's... The Star Wars mobster. I'm, it's it's exact... I am... Oh, I, am, I thought uh, you said Star Wars lobster. Like, that doesn't describe Java at it, all. It doesn't help my body uh, image issues when I have to describe my last name to people as, <laughs> yeah, like Java the. Like, it's the same. Oh, the, the. Oh, I've never considered the part of his, like, official legal name. I have to think it is. I, I you Yeah, know. it's like Kermit T. Frog. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, you co-host Stage of Fools podcast That's with true. Shane and Camp. That's a true statement, Brian. That is true. Um, and since this... Oh, no. Actually, this will not be up before March 18th. But I want to thank anyone listening who may have donated to the campaign, the Rocket Crocodile Action Squad, the campaign for 
$10,000 to raise money for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Yes. As of was, this recording, it has already surpassed its goal. So. Yep. Yeah, um, right which is great. So thank you to anyone who may have done that. Uh, as for me, I will be performing in the semi or finals for the stand-up showcase. Uh, don't have an exact date on that, but stay tuned to my Twitter or Facebook page. Uh, Greg, thank you for being here. Thank you. Zach, thank you as always. Sure. For everyone here at The Originist, I'm Brian Flynn. I am Zach Powers. And we'll see you next week. So and long. next time. Damn uh, it. Ooh. It's not a weekly podcast. You failed. Damn you're it. Not, you're not a very I don't even person. know the name. Uh, uh, we are the Reservationists. With <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> We're the Manifest Destinists. <laughs> if you think of this podcast as a pineapple. <laughs>